Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, Okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller Tongue. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live every day at YouTube.com slash The Dan Patrick Show. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. What up? Doug Gottlieb in for Dan Dennett's Dan Patrick Show. We'll try not to ruin, we'll instead try to help your morning as maybe you're in your morning commute, maybe you're working, maybe you're out doing stuff for yourself and for your kids. Welcome in. Uh, Dan Beyer alongside, of course, you got Jay Stu, John Ramos. This is my crew. Rick Buecher from Fox Sports will give us his thoughts on um, whatever you want to call the All-Star Game. And we'll get you ready for kind of the stretch run as NBA teams are only now seeming like they're focused on getting it together for the postseason. What are the new look Lakers going to look like when LeBron plays, what do you say, the 23 most important games of his career? Okay. We're broadcasting live from the Tyrac.com studios. Tyrac.com will help you get there. Unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, over 10,000 recommended installers. Tyrac.com. It's the way the tire buying should be. So there was there, there was some discussion um, from All Star Weekend about load management, load management. Uh, Kyrie Irving gave a lot of thoughtful answers when he was asked questions. Here was his answer in regards to load management. I, I don't know who created the term load management or you know guys sitting out games or. You know, this narrative uh, that continues to play on about star players or guys not being available. I don't know who started the narrative, but it's completely run amok. I think it's dehumanized some of us in in terms of uh, just the way we prepare ourselves day to day. This is a 24-7 job. We have cameras on us all the time. Okay, I'm not really. So because there's camera, again, I'm trying to piece together what he's saying. It's dehumanizing you. He loves the dehumanizing. That's a that's a big fallback on it. That anytime there's criticism of him or people in the NBA, we're dehumanizing you. I guess is that is that objectifying? If you're dehumanizing something, are you objectifying? You making them more of an object than an actual living being? That 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 
that honestly, that it's the most millennial word word ever. Actually, it, there's nothing more human than I'm really tired. I don't want to go to work, but I have to go to work. I'm really tired, but I don't want to go to work, but I, I, but I got to go because other people are depending upon me. Right? I mean, it's the old, can you imagine if the school bus driver's like, I mean, you know, I'd like to go take your kids to school, but I just, I got to load manage because that way I can perform my best when dropping your kids off at school. No, that's not the way it works. I mean, there are teachers we wish would have had a day off because they're just, you know, you run on a teacher that's had a bad weekend or had a bad night, whatever, and they're a little, little punchy with you. I get it. Even in my job, which I'm, I'm well, I'm okay saying I have the cakest cake job of all time. I watch sports and talk about sports and interview other people about sports and talk about live sporting events as they happen. Doesn't get any better. Right? But I also I do I do a lot in a given day. I do the show, do a podcast, we do a basketball show on stadium. I'll go and do games. Like you know, I just. Guys, uh, today, I, I'm, I'm not, people do that in their industry at the end, not early on, when they're just holding on, collecting a check. Um, here's Adam Silver, okay? Here, here's some quotes. I hesitate to weigh in on the issue, load management, as to whether or not players are playing because, uh, uh, playing enough because... There is a real medical and scientific data about what's appropriate. Sometimes to me, the premise of the question as to whether players are playing enough suggests that they should be playing more. That in essence, there should be a notion just to get out there and play. Having been in the league for a long time, having spent a lot of time with our great legends, I don't think that's necessarily the case. He's doing the, these aren't the droids you're looking for. The world that we used to have where it was just get out there and play through injuries. For example, I don't think it's appropriate. Clearly, I mean, at the end of the day, they're human beings. Many of you talk to and know well who are playing through enormous pain, who play through all kinds of aches and pains on a regular basis. The suggestion, I think, that these men, in the case of the NBA, should somehow get out there, get out there more for its own sake, I don't buy into what? So because their bodies hurt from playing basketball, they shouldn't play basketball? The expression I always use is basketball players play basketball. Like, what else are you going to do? That's what you get paid to do. You know, I had this discussion. A, a friend of mine is a, 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 I've become, actually, one of the ways I became friends with him was through, through Dan, was Darius Rucker. And it's the whole idea of, like, there was a time in his life when he was like, man, I only want to be with you. I can only play so many times. But if you if you have bills, if you have kids, if you want to play at these shows, people want to see, people still want to hear the Hootie songs. They just do. And whether you feel like it or you don't feel like it, that's what a job is. Like I'm actually more offended when I read it from Adam, when I hear it, and I see it from Adam Silver than I am from Kyrie Irving. Especially when, this is Anthony Edwards, who, what is Anthony Edwards, 22? 
Here's Anthony Edwards on load management. If there's anything I could change about the league to make it better, probably just all the guys sitting resting. That's the only thing I probably don't like. Um, just play, man. If you, if you, if you, if you, eighty percent, you got to play. I, I don't, I don't like all the sitting, missing games and stuff like these people. These people might have enough money to come to one game, you know what I'm saying? And it, that might be the game they come to and then you sitting out, you know what I'm saying? So I take pride in trying to play every game because I don't know, it might be one fan that has never seen me play and I'm trying to play. So I don't. that's the only thing I don't like, uh, guys just sitting out. Let, let me just speak for all of America and say thank you, Anthony Edwards. More Adam Silver. What world do you live in? Like, bro, you live in New York City. You have a great job that you work really hard to get. I get all of that. But the rest of the real world is, do you have any idea how expensive it is to go to your games? Do you have any clue what that does to your fan? You are telling your fans that you value a guy getting paid an exorbitant amount of money to not play because he doesn't feel perfect. Like, like sports science, listen, here's the reality of sports science. It has a value. Okay. It absolutely has a value. But uh, I'll draw this comparison, okay? Um, the, the comp is with head injuries, right? We have the same protocols for head injuries in basketball that we do in football. Here's the problem with it. Mm. Tell me the basketball player who's suffering from dementia because of repeated head trauma. They don't actually exist. And yeah, there are some NBA players who, like, you see them try and run. A, I, I played that celebrity game like 13 years ago, right? And I'll never forget Rick Bucher, who's going to join us. He was in my head the whole week. He kept telling me, dude, I, I talked to Tim Hardaway. He knows who you are. He's coming for you. And then we they we watched him. I watched him run up and down the court one time. And I was like, "Oh, Tim Hardaway's, he's an old man now. He's out of shape. It, this is fine." I was completely freaked out by it. I get that playing eighty-two games and the playoffs for ten or fifteen years that can that can do some damage to your knees, to your hips, or whatever. But the reality is that football players, those guys, they're walking around. They're maligned. They're they're mangled. They're a mangled mess. There aren't former NBA players who are worse off because of their time exercising every day, playing 82 nights and sitting in ice buckets. Like, if we take medical science at its word, you sprain your ankle, you're out for four weeks. Like, that's not how it works with... These guys are superhuman. And yeah, maybe their performance isn't as good. But like, what are we, what are we doing? You have a job. You signed up to do the job. You can't shorten the season because the idea of shortening the season, you're again, you're forgetting what it does to everybody else. Those arenas have leases. Those leases have 41 nights plus preseason games and the potential for postseason. It's not just the arenas. It's all of the restaurants, all of the bars, all the tax breaks that were given in order to build the brand new arenas. All the people that work in those arenas. You're going to take 10 games away from them or five games away from them? Are you going to give them that money? And oh yeah, by the way, do you think NBA players are going to give back any of the money that they get guaranteed based upon an 82-game schedule? 
You have a smoldering dumpster fire of a mess on your hands where even one of your young stars sits there and goes, I just wish guys would play. I want. I, I came to the NBA to play basketball against the best, and I don't know who's playing. And even he has the general sense of, yeah, you know, there's lots of nights when we go out there to play, and the best player on our team or the other team might not be playing because he doesn't feel perfect. What are we doing? I expect Kyrie. Kyrie, that's on brand. You're dehumanizing. But Adam Silver to go Kyrie... You know, I think they're human beings. You're saying we're dehuman. No, we're not. The most human thing you can say, Adam Silver, is, hey, I get that you're sore, that you're tired. Right? But you have to have some perspective in that you fly in private jets, you stay in the best hotels, you got the best medical treatment. We're not at, if you don't want to play this, we do not want hostages. But if you want to play, you got to try and play 82 nights. Right? We want to play, you got to play 82 nights. Carl Malone was up there. What was it, 10 straight years? He played every game? And I'm not a Carl Malone fan. And then, like, there's, I said this before the show to, to Jace too. There isn't a human being alive that ever patterned their game after Carl Malone. Right? There were no moves. There was no, like, no. His game was kind of weird. He ran the lane and John Stockton found him. He developed a really good keyhole jump shot. He's a good, solid post player. But like, Akeem has the dream shake. Kareem has the sky hook. Nobody emulates or even names any of the moves of Carl Malone. Carl Malone just played hard. That was it. And he played every night. And, and you have Adam Silver trying to convince us this isn't really an issue. Medical science backs it up. You are dehumanizing him. No, we're not. We're, they're human beings. Isn't but the whole the whole idea. Go ahead, go ahead, Dan. I was gonna say, isn't Adam Silver part of the problem? Because when we you know we start out, we start hearing the segment, and Kyrie's like, "Who came up with load management?" The NBA did because they didn't want to put rest on the injury report. Right. Remember, like that was there was you know the, people don't like to hear that guys were resting, so they came up with the term of load management. Which, by the way, I think you could have figured out better terms, but like that's so so to sit there and even make it seem like you're out on your own. No, the NBA is catering at least that to you. I just, I'm, I'm dumbfounded by the messaging from the NBA. The disconnect in the NBA from what the fans and people in sports actually yeah. believe. That, that's the big thing. It's like, are, are, we, are we on the same planet here? Do we not understand it, this is a problem? It, it to me, is... is you know, it really, what, it started with the Spurs, right? When Popovich would rest guys like Duncan. really wasn't known, you know, it wasn't throughout the league, but they would do it at times. Duncan's not going to play tonight. You're like, oh, okay. Well, they're resting him. And then it took, Doug, it took another step when guys started missing that Saturday night ABC game. When, you know, you have, you know, just take Spurs Warriors and Tim Duncan and Kawhi Leonard aren't playing and Steph Curry and Clay Thompson aren't playing, you know, or, you know, whatever the the matchup is and all of a sudden you're saying well now what about the advertisers and we've talked about the fans before but now it's like well if they can do it then then we can do it here and then we'll just blame it on the back-to-backs and then it's we'll just such a bad business nobody runs a business this way no, no, you don't run a bit like this is the customer is always right is the number one thing in any customer service business right and that that's right you're an entertainment business it's about the customers 
Like, how many times can you piss off the customers before they go like, you know, I'm just not going to do it. Mm-hmm. I'm just not going to, not going to do it. Not, not going to do it. And by the way, what kids see, what adults see in the pros, they emulate at a lower level. You do see this in some, in high school games, Le- LeBron's kid, they lost again over the, they lost again last, last Friday night, but there were games at the end of the season where suddenly it was like, he's got a knee injury. Like, what are you talking about? It's high school basketball. He's, he's not hurt. He just played. We're ma- load managing. Excuse me? What, what, are, what are we doing? I mean, have, has any of you, Ramos, have you been to a Laker game? When was the last time you were at a Laker game? Uh, geez, 2014. Yeah. Okay. Did you get the tickets or did you pay for the tickets? Um, I paid for them. I took uh, Sarah. She was like, actually, it was earlier than that. I think Sarah was like 10. So it was a while ago. Yeah. Wait, she was 10 then? I'm trying to think of how old she was. She was young. So probably wasn't 2014. She was born in 2005. I think it was like 20. She was like seven years old. It's like, what was that? 2011? Yeah. How much, yeah. Night, how much night cost you? Oh, geez. I don't know. It was just me, her, and Suzanne, my wife. So I can't remember. But it. We sat up in the rafters. It was it was pretty high in the Staples Center. I think it was $328. Definitely $328. I can't definitely remember the exact Wapner, price. Wapner, $328. Go to your online banking and scroll to 2011 <laughs> if you can. Hold on a second. Okay, okay so look. So uh, I, I'll give you an example. The, the Lakers play the Warriors upcoming, right? They, 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 they play the Warriors. So parking, and you can go to like StubHub, and you can get a... A parking lot C, well, this one's $19. Most of them are 30 80 okay? But the tickets in section 332, okay? That's at, it's not, it's not in the courts like in that kind of angle, sort of up in the third deck. Yeah, you can get two unrestricted view. Good, I can see the whole court. 80 bucks a pop. So I'm going to pay 40 bucks for parking. 160 for two tickets to sit way the hell up high. Plus, again, we know you either go out to dinner or you get some food while you're there. You're in it for two, 250 plus you got to fight traffic. That's the cheapest possible ticket for the Timberwolves and the Lakers, right? And the worst seat in the house or one of the worst seats in the house. And you show up and your kids are excited. Oh, you, you want to bring your kids? Okay, that's another 250, 500 bucks. Like um, pick Pickstead star player not playing tonight. LeBron's not playing tonight. Now, LeBron, you you want to give him a bit of a pass. You're like, dude, he's been doing this a long time. But Anthony Davis, you don't. I just, it's an awful way to run a business. They have understudies on Broadway, but they also offer refunds if the understudy is is performing. You know, I mean, imagine if. How many nights off does the, the, the lead guys to Hamilton take off? I don't know. I just, the, the, the idea that it's not that big of an issue, people are making it a bigger issue, and you go with the sports science and we're dehumanizing people like, no, look, we under, I, I actually think every human being who's ever played any sort of athletics or works totally gets it. It's not dehumanizing. It actually dehumanizes us. It's trying to make us feel bad. That's what it's doing. Trying to make us feel like we're some sort of Neanderthal. You gotta play. We're the we're the dad on the sideline that's forcing a kid to play a sport. 
that he clearly doesn't want to play like that ain't it dude we're paying customers you have the best in the world there's 360 days in a year we're asking them to play 82 nights they get treated like absolute kings it's basketball it's aerobic exercise with some physicality uh blended in and oh yeah by the way do you know what the best thing to do if you're a basketball player when you have a cold you want to know what the best thing to do is play basketball opens up your capillaries you feel great you know what the best thing to do when like the answer to every single problem in your for your body is generally exercise and yet we're te- they're telling you no 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 don't exercise because I've talked to former players they have aches and pains and do any of those former players like man I wish I only played 60 games no you have your job because you're competitive at your job and you're great at your job so you want to do your job less Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app search FSR to listen live There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. We know that quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you and your partner whenever you want. Two beds in one, firmer or softer on each side, you decide. And it helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature as well, quiets their snoring, so you stay sleeping comfortably all night long. Sleep Number does everything. My Sleep Number setting is 75. Sleep Number smart beds learn how you sleep. They provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. You will never need another bed. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You could trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the. I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what too is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton, including 
include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. Intelligence runs in the family. Innovation runs in the family. Extraordinary runs in the family. The 2023 Mercedes-Benz range of SUVs. Every member is waiting to impress. Learn more at MBUSA.com. It's MBUSA.com. Doug Gottlieb and the Doug Gottlieb Show crew in for Dan and the Danettes here on Fox Sports Radio. Rick Buecher joins us. He's covered the NBA for years. You see him on Speak. On Fox Sports 1, he covers the NBA for FoxSports.com as well. Buke, you know, it's it's been since Magic uh, hit his step-back jump shot over, uh, I, I guess they're friends again, but former best friend Isaiah Thomas. I yeah. think that was in Orlando. Yeah. I'm thinking back to 90, Orlando. 93? 90, 91. Sure. When was that? Uh, it had to be 93. Because yes. Magic retired uh, in the, what was it, the fall of 91, I believe, or 92. Yeah. So it yeah. had to be 90, it had to be 93. It had to be yeah. 93. Um, anyway, that was the last time I watched the NBA All-Star Game live. And since then, it's gotten worse. I don't know if we're at a breaking point, but I'm just the clips you watch and the highlight, just, just bad. You have yeah. Mike Malone saying it's the worst basketball game I've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah. You have Jalen Brown saying that's not basketball. Yep. Um, and and you know me, I think the I think the the basketball when you actually go watch it in many ways yep. is better than it's ever been. Players yep. are better. The game is really good to watch, really fun to watch, but it does the league a disservice. Yeah. Is there anything going to be done to try and fix that mess? Well, they, they have. They've tried, and it hasn't. Uh, it, it has had its moment over the last what thirty years? Thirty years since you watched <laughs> it, it. The 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 devices that they've used to make it or to to infuse more competition into it have worked, but they've only worked for a time. And obviously, the latest where it's quarter by quarter that that put a little juice back into it. But now the players really don't they don't care. They and it. It, I believe that it's part of a larger problem where winning every game no longer matters. And it's just infused itself in the All-Star game because it's the, the least meaningful game in terms of what produces things for players. Yes, winning All-Star MVP and you see guys, certain guys will go for it, but in terms of defending or collectively winning the game, uh, especially now that they're being picked by, by captains, you know, every action has a reaction. So Mm -hmm. now it's not East versus West. You don't have the conference uh, rivalry or reputation or pride on the line. Uh, Now you're playing for a particular player. They're all individuals uh, sort of playing for themselves. And, And so all of that has been lost. And, I just don't know. I mean, I've often said it, and the NFL has gone to this, which is let's just make it a weekend of competition of individual skills. The game, it's a, because 
the three-point contest, the dunk contest, thank you, Mac McClung, uh, those still have some, some value. I mean, I'm, I'm more interested in those than, than I am. But, but the even, the, even the dunk contest, like, I, and I love the Mac McClung story. Yeah. But you, you can't get any NBA star to be in the dunk contest? Yeah, well, I mean, there, that is a problem. That is a problem, too. But, again, we've gotten to this point where players we, – we are rewarding players regardless of whether they win or not. We're giving Correct. guys – Correct. Contracts. Participate. We're doing we're – they have guaranteed contracts that guarantee – all right, so which, which gives I mean, us – it's, it's not just guarantees, though. Like, we're making them into stars. Yes. We're talking about guys being superstars who have, have never come close to winning a championship. Agreed. And so I, I, it's, and it's human nature. Like if I don't have to win to be considered a champion, then why would I have, why should I risk being embarrassed in the dunk contest or not winning the dunk contest when everybody thinks I'm a great in-game dunker? Oh, why should I compete in it? I had to laugh when somebody asked LeBron James, like, what do you think of Mac McClellan winning the dunk contest? That was whatever, whatever he said. I'm like, why are we asking LeBron? He's never competed in the dunk contest. Like, I, 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 I got to be honest with you. He's the problem. I, he's the, pro- I, he's the problem. Okay. It has nothing to do with, I'm not doing the skip Bayless clutch gene crap thing, but like, dude, it's your league and it's devolved. And you take the dunk contest, and again, when we were kids, Jordan and Dominique Wilkins and Clyde Drexler, who were the best scorers in the league, and there was a conversation there for a while that Clyde might be creeping up on Jordan, and, you know, right? And Dominique Wilkins, do we peg him? And they were in the dunk contest. Yeah. Dunk contest. And and LeBron, it's a rite of passage. And LeBron never did it. Never did it. Okay. Yeah, but 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 so I'm not going to put all that on him. I'm going to put that on us because we accepted it and still put him in that pantheon without him taking the normal course of a player, uh, of a superstar. We've made him into a superstar and put him at the very top of the league, and yet he bypassed a lot of the rites of passage a superstar player. And I found it interesting in, in yesterday's game because I, I did watch uh, with one eye closed because it was, it was challenging. And LeBron was actually trying to play a little bit of defense in terms of some rundown blocks. Like it wasn't, you know, straight up or whatever, but and nobody was following him on, like he made a couple efforts and I, and I was like, huh, that's interesting too. So I, I look. I, I this is going to sound like I'm, I'm bagging on on LeBron, and that's that's not my intention. I I don't know that he's the cause, but I think in some ways he's the result of how we have changed the dynamics of what it is to be a true superstar player in the league. Okay, um, Kyrie Irving said that you know that that anybody. I'm kind of paraphrasing here that people who that don't like load management or guys sitting out, you're dehumanizing players. Yeah. 
right? He loves that dehumanizing. But Adam Silver also said, like, hey, they're human beings here. He's doing the dehumanizing thing. When talking about load management, there's lots of science behind it. But, like, uh, what world are these guys living in that they don't realize that this is an issue that the paying customer doesn't know who's going to be playing on a given night? Yeah, well, I thought that Adam's comments at the very end are the are the bottom line, which is ticket sales are up, renewal sales are up. So how much do they really, really care? How much is it affecting the bottom line? When it affects the bottom line, I can assure you that there will be changes made. And what it, it, it this is such a complicated thing, and I've gone back and forth. My initial position was, well, of course, like, well, how is it that we have load management? We have guys resting just to rest, and yet we have just as many in- injuries Correct. as we've ever had. Like, Correct. whatever we're doing is not working. And so why is that? We have all this, this, this science and this sports medicine knowledge and these improved conditions and training and all of that. And it's not changing the bottom line in terms of the number of injuries. So what is, what is it that we're not doing? And I talked to a number of veteran players, and they're like, the game is more physically chal- athletically challenging in terms of it's faster, there's more, you're, you're, you're changing direction more often, it's, it's more of that. And I, and I believe that there's also the ball and the demand on the star players is greater than ever. The usage rate of the players is greater than ever. Teams don't score utilizing team basketball as much. It's more direct line speed going over the top of you, et cetera, than we've ever seen. So you're, you're making more demand that way. And so I was like, okay, you know what? There's some legitimacy to, to, to this. There's a reason that you need to incorporate it. Then I had a conversation with a, with a player, former champion, now an executive in the league. And I've been hearing this complaint from executives forever. They will never put their name on the record because it, it's a sure way of getting fired and never being, <laughs> being given a job again. And they feel like the medical aspects, because they've hired all of these, uh, these, these medical experts and trainers, et cetera. So overvalued, it's crazy. Yeah, they have undue influence. But the, the, the player, the former champion and now executive, said the problem is, is that nobody practices, and when they do practice, they don't scrimmage. So how can you go from individual workout stuff and no practices, yeah. Yeah. to now you're playing games? And as you know, Doug, like the movements in a game, the demands on your body in a game, there's there's – there's almost no way to replicate that other than playing the game. And the real difficulty is now, so let's say that tomorrow they all wake up and say, you know what, we need to get back to scrimmaging five on five. You're going to have in the short term more injuries as a result of that because the entire league's not used to doing that. But it's almost like they have to go through that to get back to where guys are going to be conditioned to play more games. And then and then there's just the, the difference between the guys who really need that to be able to play and the teams telling them, you know, like uh, the guys I talked to, Mike Conley, he was like, or, or uh, Kevon Looney was like, no, I got to fight. I got to fight the medical staff. 
They're like, you should take a game off. It's like, I'm good. I'm good. So you have guys being encouraged to take time off, and then you're going to have guys who are, okay, I'm still getting paid. I, they say I should take a game off. What? If I'm feeling a little bit sore, why, why do I want to go out and, and play if I don't have to? And we could say that about the All-Star game. I mean, it's all the same thing. Yes. We've encouraged players by rewarding them even when they don't play or they don't win. LeBron said these last 23 games are the most important 23 games of his career. Yeah. Uh, That's a bit of an (laughs) overstatement. (laughs) Well, I, I guess I believe that he believes that. But I'm going to go back to the game that he set the record in. He set the record in the third quarter. He played eight minutes in the fourth quarter straight. There were 37 seconds left when he sat down because of his ankle. It was a two-possession game with 37 seconds left. That was a very, very important game for the Lakers and their attempts to, to get to the, to the playoffs or the play-in. You couldn't give me 37 seconds. <laughs> you, could, you could score 38. Well, then he took the next two off. And then, and then took the next two, two games off. So, um, and I, you know, for the last two years, like, he stayed in games that, um, that were already decided. And uh, because he was he was trying to win the scoring record, uh, the scoring title last year, like he's done things he's never done before in the last couple of years, as far as as trying to score, mm-hmm. instead of how do I best utilize the energy that I have at age thirty seven, thirty eight, to win. So I know the narrative that he wants us to believe, and on and I'm this is difficult because I do think that titles and championships do mean something uh, to LeBron without question, but his actions don't fit with the narrative that he's trying to sell us. And I just, I will, I can't, you, you got to explain the Oklahoma city game to me before I'm going to buy in that. Yeah. I think he, I look, I think he, now that they made all those moves, I think he does want to get to the playoffs. Um, it's on him to get him to the playoffs. They gave him, they they changed the team for the fourth time. So, yeah, that, that responsibility is on him, and I'd, I'd love to see him do it. I'd love to see him in the playoffs. I'd love to see the Lakers in the playoffs. I want to see that. But when he starts to tell us this is what I'm all about, I'm like, mm, I, I want to believe that, but you give me a ton of evidence that that's not always the case. Yeah, it's, a, it's the juxtaposition of last year when he opened up the possibility of returning to Cleveland uh, when they're in the playoff, when they're in a playoff hunt at the All Star game, well, right? It's I mean, well, just I, I, and, and that went over like a lead balloon. Honestly, it was like I'm disappointed we didn't get Kyrie Irving. Like now you have to change out the team. You just looked at your you just looked at your locker room and went, yeah, you know what? These guys aren't good enough for me to correct, win. correct, <laughs> correct. I, I thought we had a championship for a while, but now I'm going to do the best I can with with what we got. Buke, we got to go. I appreciate it, buddy. You got it. 
Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. All right, everybody. Game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too? It's funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find. That's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Doug Gottlieb in for Dan, Dan Eds, Dan Patrick Show. We got some breaking news. Let's go to our guy, Dan Beyer. Ramos, do you have the, there you go. Breaking news from Fox Sports. Doug, once his buyout is finalized with Utah Jazz, guard Russell Westbrook is expected to sign a deal with the L.A. Clippers. That's according to ESPN. Well, that's fascinating, right? So he doesn't actually have to move at all, and now he is in the same building. And the Clippers, who are searching for a point guard, had John Wall, had Reggie Jackson, and now they have Russell Westbrook, who uh, I believe Dave McMenamin said was a was a what a vampire? So he's called a vampire, sucking the blood from the Lakers locker room. I mean, there is no more perfect Clippers story than Russell Westbrook playing for the Clippers, maybe against the Lakers in the playoffs. That would be remarkable, remarkable. Um, yeah, I, I don't. Russell Westbrook isn't a point guard, but okay. You know, I I don't know how that makes them what it does to make them a championship caliber team. 
you know, he's not a great shooter and he's not a great, not a good defender. And, you know, he's a guy who's been about Russell and been in Russell's head. Now, can we give him the benefit of the doubt over the next, what is it, two months? Yeah, like Kyrie Irving's going to be perfect next. D'Angelo Russell's going to be perfect for the Lakers for the next couple months. The question is, afterwards, for the Clippers, this is just a two-month trial balloon, right? But did they actually get better over this trade deadline and now acquisition? I, I don't. I don't believe the answer is yes, but... They do have Kawhi, and they have, I think, you know, the two best coaches are Kerr and Lou. They have one of the best coaches, if not the best coach in the NBA. They got a really, really good roster when healthy, but they're the Clippers. All right, let's get to a game. Uh, what's what's what? So what's what's this game that we have? Doug, that, yeah, yeah, Doug, you've taken a one-zero lead on John Ramos in this best of three. Uh, this game's called the Dwight stuff. Uh, again, ah. on this President's Day, you have to decipher if the tidbits that we give you uh, last hour was Warren G. or Warren G. Harding. Uh, this one, Dwight Eisenhower or Dwight Gooden. So I'll give you and John Ramos <laughs> facts. You have to determine, uh, was this for the uh, former Mets pitcher or was this for the 34th President of the United States? All right, John, you are up first. Are you ready? <laughs> yes. All right. Nicknamed Doc. Was it uh, <laughs> Dwight Eisenhower or Dwight Gooden? Uh, that would be uh, Ike was, by the way, Dwight Eisenhower. Uh, that would be uh, Dwight Gooden. That is correct. That is that is the nickname for Dwight Gooden. John Ramos off and running. All right, Doug. Uh, who like, had a trick? Like, like this is this is like what was the female basketball player, the basketball player for UConn, where she hurt her knee, so to become Paige like Beckers? the all-time. Is that no? Or? The previous oh. one, like to become the all-time scoring leader, she needed one bucket. So they like threw up the jump ball, and, and oh, she's yeah. standing by the basket, yes. and she made the layup. That's what you just did to Ramos. <laughs> well, we're we're crunched on time, so we okay. have to get a winner right. here sooner okay. rather than later. Uh, Doug, who had a tree named after him? Dwight D. Eisenhower or Dwight Gooden? Uh, Dwight D. Eisenhower. That is correct. Uh, no longer there in the 17th hole of Augusta National. It was not a oh. Sequoia, but uh, good guess. You got yeah. the half point for that. One to one. Just kidding. Uh, John, who once had a telephone thrown at his head by a girlfriend? Was it Dwight Eisenhower or was it Dwight Gooden? I don't think Mame would ever throw one to Dwight Eisenhower, so I'll say Dwight Gooden. That is that is correct. Uh, President of the United States, by the way, if you can uh, hear the uh, the music. All yeah, right, Doug. Uh, two one. John leads. Uh, at one time, smoked three to four packs of cigarettes a day. Was that Dwight Eisenhower or Dwight Gooden? Oof. What if the answer is push? <laughs> uh, I'm going to go Dwight Gooden. No. Ike likes smokes, apparently. Yes, he was yeah. a big smoker back in the day. John Ramos, you get this right, you win game two in Dwight's stuff. A song was named after him by a band called the Mountain Goats. I'll say Dwight Eisenhower. That is incorrect. Oh! It was Dwight Gooden. Yeah. Received an, Doug received an honorary degree from Hofstra. Dwight Gooden. No, that was Eisenhower. Yeah. His nephew was a Major League Baseball player, John Ramos. That's Gary Sheffield, right? Doc Gooden. That is correct. John Ramos wins the Dwight Gooden game. 
Uh, missed the Mets championship parade because he was at a drug dealer's house. Yeah. That was not yeah. Dwight Eisenhower. Just <laughs> to clarify, that was yeah. not Dwight Eisenhower. Yeah, well, that was not Dwight Eisenhower. Good. That, that, one, that one I definitely would have missed as well. I would have missed that one as well. Coming up next in the Dan Patrick Show, live from the Tyrac.com studios. All right, we'll get in that news that Russell Westbrook is a clipper. Is a clipper. Why, wow, that's perfect. Next in the Dan Patrick Show. You're on Fox Sports Radio. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Owning a Mercedes-Benz EV isn't just extraordinary, it's extra easy. With full remote access to your vehicle from your phone via the Mercedes Me Connect app, the vehicles are all electric. The feeling is all Mercedes. The choice is all yours. Learn more. MBUSA.com slash EQ.